Stones and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. I'm Nick and I haven't been to the emergency room once this week. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Get used to it, Nick. No Get worries. used to it. And Julie's here to tell you it gets worse. What are we worse, talking worse. about this week, Julie? <laughs> and obviously we're joined by the incomparable Emma who keeps us in line and lightens our lives with She every... makes things better. She makes, she makes it better. <laughs> She's the thing that got better. <laughs> We had a very interesting discussion about Drag Race Holland this week. It was chock full of stuff. What was the um, horror film series that you bed read? So I gave a haunting recap to The Haunting of Bly Manor in this exact cadence. Maybe we can have the exact time so you can skip right past it. Um, but I found it enjoyable. What, how I watch content now is I either watch it on a monitor that I can't access, because otherwise I will skip through every 10 seconds and just glean <laughs> enough about, about the story to talk about it. <laughs> but speaking of things that we watched in its entirety, obviously not me, Julie, you had a fun time with Ted Lasso. I did, even though Jason Sudeikis normally drives me crazy. It's a very sweet show on Apple TV about... Really nice people doing really nice stuff. Funny accents, real cute. I liked it a lot. And I watched the antithesis of that, Hannibal, which aired on <laughs> NBC and is now available on Netflix, which is just a beautiful, artistically crafted horror situation about murder <laughs> and cannibalism. Watch it. So overall, good week. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I... So, Nick, did you watch Holland's Drag Race this week? <laughs> you bet your fucking ass I did, Julie. It was quite the show. We're doing <laughs> snet. Sorry. <laughs> Came in hot, didn't I? Should we do it again? Yes. Do what? <laughs> sure. <laughs> we are almost as bad as The View. I'm just going to say that you are playing Whoopi and I am Joy Behar, and we just cannot figure out the Zoom to save our lives. <laughs> Thank you for calling me Whoopi. Yes, I took the Joy Behar. My bra comes off at 1201. (laughs) I make Whoopi because that's my name. So you guys know that I obsessively watch The View mostly just to hate Megan McCain. She's on maternity leave, the baby liberties. She's not there. So now it's just even worse. Like they can't get over the Zoom. Someone talks over somebody. Then they both have to go, wait, what? No, you go. No, I'll just keep talking. You want to go? You're like, oh my God. Where is the view for people under 70? I mean, let's be real. It's called Takes All Over the Place. Welcome. Well, we need a couple more members, but yes, it is ridiculous. There, It really is. Like the talk, the live? real, they're awful. They just are awful. Is the where, um, Zoom call the live? Next generation? They don't yeah. edit it? For- no. Yikes. No, I'd like to recreate it also. So if you could start talking, I'm going to make it happen. All right. Hey, Julie, did you want to... So uh, anyway... Hey Julie, you, should you talk? Did you wanna? Are you talking? Are you gonna let me talk? Hey, forget uh, it. So like, okay. No, well, you anyway, go. You said I should. Okay, but like, forget so it. So like, which one is it gonna be me? <laughs> Who's going? I. I feel don't like understand. you should go. You should go because you seem to feel some type of way about it. Okay, well I will just go then. Okay, so like my thing is, were wait, you going? I, I didn't I seem going. like you were going. 
<laughs> you didn't. Do you want a prompt? Okay, one, two, three, go. And scene. Okay, so let's go. Okay. I mean, we talked way faster than they do. There's lots of awkward silences <laughs> where they're waiting for the delay to come through and go. I'm just gonna say it anyway. And you're like, Joy, it's not the time. The joke's not funny. It's not the time. It's not your turn. They called on Sunny. Shut up. Sunny. Aw. So now it's painful in this whole other way. <laughs> Is it a good pain? No. And I still rush home to see it. I'm like, oh, I, I better go to the, the market later because I want to be there for the first segment <laughs> of the view. Why? Because the habit? It's awful. We all do really shitty things in the core. This is not even a shitty thing. It's enjoyable for you. That's all that it's not. I'm mad. I barely make it to the end segments. I just want Joy to be quiet. And she's my favorite. <laughs> is that why you picked her? I guess. She's also, you know, funny, which I used to be. Pre-quarantine. <laughs> you are funny. Who's your second favorite? If it's not Whoopi, I'm going to scream. It's not. <laughs> Sunny is actually my favorite. Ah! She is the sane one. She's great. Whoopi, okay, so you're my guest star. You're going to play the part of Brad Pitt. Are you ready? Um, not anymore. I do appreciate they gave me Brad Pitt. I can't believe you didn't give me your second favorite. Sunny doesn't Where's... have a problem using the Zoom. Whoopi does... and Joy have trouble using the Zoom. Where does Whoopi rank? If she's fit, Just I'm going to fucking Anna. scream. Just below Anna. Whose last Who's name is Anna? All right, so you're Brad Pitt. You're coming to my show. I'm so excited that you're here. Hey, I'm doing Whoopi. I want to welcome Brad Pitt to our show. Thank you. It's Brad, an honor to be here. Brad, you heard okay. about well, um, what President Trump said about the thing with the bobbleheads. So he said well, a lot of things. What do you but, oh, think you're about like, the things okay. with the bobbleheads? Like how that relates to, like, what do you think about, like, how that <laughs> relates to, like, people? I'm, you're like, let Brad Pitt talk. <laughs> that you, uh, Astute questioning, Whoopi. Um, I have some thoughts. First of all, what do you want? Second, can I have okay. some? You didn't actually have to do anything to be Brad Pitt. The point but of the story I did. is Whoopi won't let anyone talk because she's like formulating a question that she already asked and we get it. It is like being in an old folks home. I do not enjoy. Well, you know who's not old? <laughs> who's not old? The contestants on Drag Race Holland. Oh, so young. I do appreciate it. So, okay. Um, let's talk this episode. I know you already did the intro. For whatever reason, I have to do one too. Here we are. So, they, I don't have anything to say. Oh my God, I am Whoopi. So we start this episode with a mini challenge stating that it's going to be Snatch Game. And then they all get undressed, which I'm not mad about. But does it have a purpose? Not really. They think it's going to help gays who are so insecure with their body by looking at rippling ads and well-taught, muscly, young bodies of all these gays. Chelsea Boy said it's to help with fat shaming and body shaming and None all of that. None of them are fat or... They are any... soft, though. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't mean it like that, you pervert. I just meant like no, because I didn't they mean... want to appear like women, they're not like muscular. No, I I was reacting to the way you meant it. <laughs> Sorry, I keep like my microphone's in a way that I keep like reaching up to it like a little hamster trying to suckle. Now, that's disgusting. And <laughs> I know that I've discussed with you my attraction of Chelsea Boy, but I have to say I find Cedergine really attractive. So, well, Cedergine has the most like <laughs> typically masculine body. I know, but he's wearing terrible glasses and a horrible shirt and a hat. And he's weird. And Not, even before he was naked, I was just saying, I find him attractive. So, Cedergine is overtaking Chelsea Boy? No. Okay, I was like, overtaking. Chelsea Boy. And this was a great episode for Chelsea Boy lovers. 
is he not the hottest and the smartest of everyone? So I just love him so yeah. much. No, and like I was always how creepy was Rob the photographer. Creepy. That whole thing was just like hashtag me too. I don't know how to translate it into Dutch, but that. Guess what? You win a session with Rob. And I don't love that for anyone, um, especially those involved. Even though he did take great pictures of everybody, everybody looked mm-hmm. amazing. Everyone yeah, did look did. stunning. Yeah, the one moment was. Um, Envy Peru um, had to learn to love herself again, which the Dutch contestants are great at making someone love themselves. Just kidding. They bully you until you leave. Envy had a really, sorry, go. No, <laughs> I go love ahead, your go. face when like you're about to say something, but I just keep trucking. You're just like, oh, okay. Hop, hop. <laughs> and I, oop. I'm no Joy Behar. I have impulse control. I can stop myself. I'm like, oh, I thought he was done. He's not. I'll be quiet. I, which I just like, I do not. So I appreciate that one of us does. Um, but yeah, so the whole thing with Envy Peru was sad. I, you know, hashtag tree stay or whatever the Dutch equivalent is, where Envy had a tumultuous relationship with a past ex who devalued her and absolutely desecrated her sense of worth and self-esteem. And they're like, all right, anyway, get naked and let's take a photo. It's not your fault. It was basically Goodwill Hunting reenacted. You have nothing it to was- blame for that. Give that the middle <laughs> finger and let's go. <laughs> And Envy was the only one to use. I mean, I'm assuming, as in most European countries, nudity is not something that they shy away from, as evidenced by everyone not shying away from it, except for Envy Peru, who just had, like, a caftan on her. I loved how comfortable they all were being naked, and I didn't have to see any peens, which makes me happy. But I do love men's bodies. But I thought Seta Green looked amazing. Uh, Janie flopping around her penis was kind of a lot. Her shot was not my favorite. Um... I also love how they immediately were just like super like laughing about it. I was like, if someone looks at my penis and starts cackling, I'm going to be offended. (laughs) I'm not going to do what Jackie (laughs) Jorm Chop does, which is revel in it. I was imagining she was doing like a bend de la creme thing like she did with the nipples. Yeah. And then the penis was just swinging wildly and they were (laughs) like, oh. There's a lot one can do with their male genitalia. And one of them is sort of like the helicopter. And, And have you found the occasion to do that in your life with other people in the room? Tragically, yes. (laughs) <laughs> My name's Rob Jacobs and I specialize in taking interesting male nudes. You're like, okay. And like, Me Too has come for all of them. Like, all of the male no. photographers. Well, RuPaul still hasn't been come for, or this guy. He's been, or come anyone. on. I know. They're all just like, ha ha ha. Get naked. <laughs> I've got a plan. That is a Britney Spears song from Blackout. Get naked. In parentheses, I have a plan. <laughs> Do you think you could be that comfortable, either of you, being naked in a picture like that? Nope. Um, I mean, if it was in a competition. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I was in, like, a porno competition. <laughs> well, so, I yes. mean, <laughs> if I was trying to, I mean, I I don't know that I have great body image, but in that situation, I'd be like, yeah, this is what the task requires. Tyra wants me to do this. And he's like, well, my name's Fred. I'm like, Tyra, please. <laughs> I know who you are. <laughs> I used really eloquent notes. Chelsea is posing the house down boots. <laughs> <laughs> boots. Boots. I love this segment. And it's interesting that they all were like, I do this all the time for my grander photos, and yet they have not leaked. I would like to know why they have not. Why is Madame McQueer, Madness, the only person whose nudes have leaked? So Janie wins the mini challenge. Her Jackie, photo was honestly, Jackie, sorry, was not, Jackie, was not my favorite. Drop. Yeah. I would have given it to Chelsea Boy or Saturday. I bet you would have, baby. Hey, I give it to him. Uh, 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 take it from me, Chelsea Boy. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. 
I mean, who would you have given it to? What photo was your favorite? I don't remember the photos really. I remember the experience. Um, Which experience do you remember most fondly? The Chelsea Boys was my favorite, honestly. Right? I'm, I'm really having like a Chelsea Boy moment right now. You know, I would just like to say that I feel like everyone is jumping on the Chelsea Boy train, and I've been on <laughs> there since day fucking one. I mean, and we have podcast proof. Yeah, <laughs> no, you strapped one on day the beginning, one. and we're giving it to Chelsea Boy from day one. So. We're headed off to Snatch Game. Fred's going to come in to make everybody feel bad about themselves. Thanks, Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Such a dick. So we obviously know Joe Exotic, who was the only American entrant. The rest of them, did you have any fucking clue? No, but I YouTubed them all and looked at them. Good. Nice. Same. <laughs> Same. Same. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it didn't help. Because they were all speaking Dutch. <laughs> um, Which I'm but finally... it's weird. Sorry, the Ryan Von Dorst person that yeah. Mama Queen played, she was born intersexed, which we used to call hermaphrodite with both sexes. And her parents decided that with the doctor's recommendation that she be a girl. So they raised her as a girl, telling her the whole time she was born with both genders. And now she's an out and proud lesbian. And she's going to be on the show next week. So that's Love weird. It. Can also, you if you want to play somebody on Snatch Game and they showed up next week as a judge, I'd be like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Can Sorry, you imagine Snatch Gaming as the judge? Trixie? So there's my question. Trixie is hilarious, right? We watch Sometimes. her YouTube most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. Setterjean is really funny. That baby peed in his face last week. Yeah. Why can't they translate that into Snatch Game? So I think there's an added pressure if you're already a comedy queen to perform. So you go into that high-octane situation, and then you freak out. And then if they're not funny, it's not going to go well. There. Well, I shame. said it. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> it's just sad. I thought Sutter Jean's outfit was really funny. I thought he could have just basically said nothing and been hilarious. But I just like, I'm feeling a little lost. I think I picked the wrong person. You're like, oh, no. Yeah. I mean, some of these seemed like hella regional. Like, I was Abby, oh my gosh, for the entire time when she was just like, I don't know who these people are. Same, Abby. Same. Oh my gosh. What the hell is that? Well, they're what? all famous singers or TV presenters. All of them. Everybody was in a band. <clears throat> Patty, what's her face, is hilarious. She does look just like Envy Peru and she is yeah. a gossipy person and gets in trouble and it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. So even though, oh my God, Ryan Van Dorse, the one that Mama Queen played, was in a band, was in a band called Anne Frank Zappa. That's oh hilarious. no! <laughs> oh no! You can, you can, laugh. I think in in Holland you can. <laughs> then they made a joke about Adam Curry. Do you guys know who he is? No. He was one of the original MTV VJs. <clears throat> Dutch, blonde hair, total weirdo. You're like Adam Curry. <laughs> We're all old. Then uh, Jackie Jacquet, before we get in there, tells her story about. Living in this small fishing village and being bullied. And then the, the police Beaten. support team says, get used to it. You're going to get basically bashed the rest of your life here. Yeah, it went from okay. it gets better to you should get used to it, which <laughs> yeah, is yes. brutal. <laughs> oh, my God. There's our line of T-shirts. Get used to it. <laughs> get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yes. And now he's. In the last year or two, he's really held on to it. Now he's feeling better. But you're like, shit, I cannot imagine. 
Well, we actually head into the Snatch game. We don't know who anybody is except for Tiger King. <clears throat> the, the people who are playing the game are an impersonator guy. Who was he supposed to be in that clip I, they showed with him and RuPaul? Like I don't RuPaul. know. I don't know. I don't know. No. I have the no lady fucking idea. is a vlogger, and she was the host of Love Island Holland. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> have you ever watched Love Island? No, but I hear the kids like it. The gays do like it. I do like it. Yeah, it's a fun time. Do you watch it? Yeah, I've watched um, clips of it. The UK version. It's, it's like the, best. the Bachelorette. It's like raunchy shit. Bachelor in Paradise. Sure. Yeah, like Bachelor in Paradise. Do you get voted off? Do you win something? You just bang each other. <laughs> Honestly, just keep banging. Everyone's banging. What's the goal? To bang. Seriously, nobody each wins other. or loses. Everyone loses. <laughs> There's no winners here. <laughs> Get used to it. Get used um, to it. Too hot to handle. It is yeah, like, like too hot to handle. No, they encourage it. Like Thetha was like, don't have sex. And they're like, we're going to we're gonna do it a lot. We're so. going to really try. No, it's a so, dating series. Okay. Essentially. So you each, like, you, it's a bunch of hot young people who are on a fucking island of love. And the grand prize is like, I don't know, some, like $50,000 or something. But they have to win, like, the public votes on them. Like, who's the hottest, best couple? Yeah. That sounds great. Two anyway. contestants thus far have committed suicide. So I thought it was not... the host that did it. I thought the host killed herself. So the, the host might have two, but, like, former contestants, um, two of them have killed themselves as well. Jeez, Pete. Yeah. Oh, Caroline Flack also. Yeah. She was the host who killed herself. Yeah. Three people involved in Love Island have are now dead at their own hands. So everyone should go watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when it was just a gay romp? (laughs) They're just doing it. They're all all straight, unfortunately. Well, I would just like to say I'm sure it's um, xenophobic or whatever because we didn't know who anyone else was. But I really did think Chelsea Boy transformed into Joe Exotic. A hundred percent. When yeah. he was just like, and I don't mind showing it, and flashed his ass. Oh. I know. <laughs> Fucking Carol Baskin. He was great. I mean, Sadie Jean ate something. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was great. Obviously, the other guy thought he was great. The impersonator guy was really mean whenever anybody wasn't funny. He was just like, Ugh. Patty with her envy with that fucking cucumber was always very funny. When she used to just like a leather bound. <laughs> yeah, she was funny, even though I had no idea why. Yeah. And Jackie didn't really say anything. No, it was Chelsea Boy's show. And I feel like Mama Queen was um, solid. And <laughs> Envy was great. And everyone else I did not understand or get. This is already a big episode. I feel like the naked thing is a lot. Snatch Game is huge. And now yeah. they have to do some confusing runway. Which was hella problematic. Not the so, runway itself, just the responses. Well, at the very end, right before they show the runway... RuPaul pops up again in that same outfit because obviously they filmed it all in one day and says half man, half queen. But earlier she had just said, if you can't do yourself, do somebody else. She didn't say anything about it. So, well, and Latrice was saying today about the Setter Jean, Miss Piggy Kermit outfit. They're like, you have three weeks to get ready. You work with a designer. This is what they give you. It's what you've got, you know? Yeah. You show up, you do what you can. I mean, that outfit was horrendous. I liked the, the idea no. <laughs> I mean, what I liked most of all was the tight-fitting, 
like squiggle lines of a toddler crop top that Chelsea Boy was wearing on Elimination Dog. What? <laughs> her outfit when they it's like Elimination Day right before they get ready and they're talking about how shit they were and Chelsea Boy was just wearing this like lovely crop top and I want that crop top. I would give you ten thousand dollars for that for that crop top. I'll Venmo what you if right it now. said get used to it, I'm in there. I pay twelve thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of Jackie's mirror. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just feel like they were like, if you don't have on a tuxedo and a ball gown, you did. I ball. know, I know, which and is terrible. And it's like, come on. That's so limiting. And so then once everybody explains what they're doing, then you would think they'd have an aha moment. And they're like, no, if you have to explain it, it doesn't work. It's like, no, actually, you need to rise up. Yeah. You missed it. Especially for people like Mama Queen, who in this episode explored and explained that she identifies as non-binary this like man versus woman that they forced it into especially within and like a drag show come on the um majestic words of chelsea boy pink is for girls blue is for boys i don't do that no we don't <laughs> and chelsea boys was my personal favorite i also like really yes i liked that one a lot well i, I appreciate the subtitles in this because she was like i was like mystique from x-men but they translated it to mysticism <laughs> I thought the makeup was amazing. Yeah. And I thought the outfit that was Mystique part was really cool. And the other part looked like it was just naked. Yeah. Diamondy weird. Like when Kennedy Davenport had all those mirrors on her face. It, like it just, yeah. it yeah. wasn't attractive. I wasn't thinking man or woman. It's like, first of all, took a basic idea and made it extraordinary and you missed it. Yeah. Do not do you, blame them for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I would have picked, I would have picked Chelsea boy as my winner. A hundred percent. And then, oh my God, the loser, shocking. I was shocked. He wasn't good. Cedricine was not good at but the But the track team. history, like the track I agree. was the, so the good. The report card is way high. Yeah. But he was terrible in Snatch Game, and that outfit was awful. It wasn't great. Hobby Lobby, hokey pokey nonsense. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. So, like, the fact that Cedricine ended up in the bottom was heartbreaking, but who else would you have put in the bottom? No, she deserved to be in the bottom. Go home? No. Absolutely not. Well, the lip sync was terrible. And Abby was at least making eye contact with people. And she did her almost splits again. <laughs> and then yeah. they showed nothing. And then Cedricine's like, I was completely drained. You're like, from what? You literally, literally like walked literally two what? feet forward and two feet back with your green hand. I don't know. I know. Well, Abby's already been in the bottom like 18 times. So Bye. she should have gone home. Like, Roxy if you're on the Anders third lip sync, go home. Yeah. Cedricine at least skipped. It just gets worse, or get used to it. What are we supposed to say? Get you, it just gets get worse. I love it, it too. <laughs> <laughs> Please join us on our new podcast. Just get used to it. It gets worse. It gets worse. Just get used to it. <laughs> twenty twenty. You're gay in high school. Imagine having gay and having a job. All right. Imagine having to work for your life. All right. <laughs> this is how we do it. South Central does it like nobody does. All right. So who do we think is gonna win? Oh, sad. <laughs> Um, Jackie Jormchomp, I think is going to win. I want Chelsea Boy to win or Mama Queen has grown on me, but I think Jackie Jormchomp. What about Envy Peru? She's got the best record. Yeah, she keeps winning. I don't love it though. I don't think she's deserved two out of her three wins. I think she's only had two wins. She's had three wins. This was her third? This was her third win. She won the one with the buttless outfit last week. And then she won the one when she was painted purple and she had those little white things on her face oh you're right with the like anime hair 
Thank you. Whip your hair back and forth, girl. I obviously want Chelsea Boy to live with me forever, but I think <laughs> that Envy Peru is still going to win. Yeah, I think I, they're setting her up to win for sure. Envy Peru is an old school drag queen, right? Yeah, and it's she's a pageant queen and all that other stuff. And if they're traditionalists when it comes to what men in wigs wear, um, then I think they will go with her. And I think they proved this week that they are old school. It just gets worse. (laughs) Yep. So how many gemstones would you rate this episode? Chat. Let's go to the chat, people. Let's go to the chat. This is a really hard one to calculate because Mm -hmm. there were so many good elements. It was thought-provoking. It, we saw some great stuff. Cedarjean getting voted off could take it down to a 12. You know what I mean? It's sad. Yeah. But like, I've already rewatched it and I will rewatch it. So, yeah. Should give you a hint as to where I'm going. Emma is lowballing everyone. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, what do people have to do to get a 90 from you? <laughs> I don't know. On this rainy day at the end of it, I got to really love something, I think. <laughs> wow. Brutal. So, Emma gave it an 88. Julie gave it a 93, and I gave it a 90. I mean, I thought they were all three good segments. Usually I hate the mini challenge. Um, Love this mini challenge. They should do it every season. I mean, it's not even just like seeing naked boys, which is nice. It was just well done and thought-provoking. It was a very thoughtful episode, I thought. Yeah. Um, did you watch anything else this week or listen or read? Um, so I do not know how to read, but I did watch <laughs> Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix. Um, how was it? Let me tell you, Julie. It was a fun time. So I watched it because our favorite queens who like to watch, Trixie and Katia, reviewed it. And so I watched it in my Nick Cutter way, which is when I'm supposed to be sleeping the night before I open at work. And... Um, I watched it in like 10 second increments. So like that plus 10 second button, uh, I just slammed that all through Netflix. And then I read the recaps later so I know what I missed. Um, <laughs> so I watched Because it. you're bored, because it's not entertaining, because it's too scary, because you just don't have that kind of time. Like what's the reason? I have all the time in the fucking world. I just um, can't focus on something like that for that long. I can't immerse myself I need to because I, I need to stay scared. And even though I'm watching a horror movie, it's like, no, I need to be obsessed with my fear. Um, so it was Spoiler very... alert. What happens? Spoiler alert. Okay. So they're at this manor. It's called Bly. And boy, is it haunted. We have this young girl from America who becomes the nanny for these creepy fucking kids. Are they the killers? Spoiler alert. No. But do they seem like one for five episodes? A hundred percent. Yes. The people of the manor, are they alive? Are they dead? You don't really know till the end because some of them are dead the entire time. Who are we? We're feeling our sixth sense fantasy, aren't we? So there's some oh, random. Spoiler alert for sixth sense. First <laughs> So these creepy fucking kids do creepy fucking things, and we figure out they're being possessed by two people who have died on Bly Manor because the spirits who die on Bly Manor cannot leave. Why? 
we have this whole retrospective episode. Take us back to the 18th century, honey. And what's happening? This bitch is furious. Why? Because she's sick and she's not going to get better. <laughs> so she dies and then her sister comes back and they like kill each other. It's not great. So she's now the lady in the lake who, if anyone crosses her path where she treads through Blythe Manor looking for the daughter she left behind, you are going to get your neck snapped. So we have the super terrible British man, aren't they all, who gets killed. And then one of the little features of these dead people on the manor is they can, can, they can possess other people who are the living. So he takes over his girlfriends, who he's been absolute shit to. He's a major grifter body, so she can die and live with him forever. And he drowns her in the lake, but right when the drowning starts, he escapes, so she has to suffer through the drowning herself, which is why she's sobbing over her dead body. Scandal! So, later in the episode, um, <laughs> there's... Later in the series, sorry. There's um, this saying that they, they keep trying to have the kids say because this couple... Um, super toxic, wants to inhabit this brother-sister couple so they can live together in the flesh as lovers, as young children, brother-sister. Gross! So, what happens is, the blonde girl from America saves the day, and as the lady of the lake is drowning the daughter, potentially ending the whole story because she's finally got her daughter back, the American somehow saves the day. When does that ever happen? Not in history. She says, you, me, us, and becomes linked with the Lady of the Lake. So the haunting stop at Bly Manor, but she is now possessed by the Lady of the Lake, which eventually takes her, and the young American becomes the Lady of the Lake. <gasps> yes. It's not a very happy ending. Two no. thoughts. Masterful um, retelling, and also it was so confusing that I feel like I could watch it, and I still wouldn't know what happened. I watch know, it. it was like mild watch spoilers. <laughs> yeah, Emma was, was riveted, though. <laughs> also, lesbian love. Ah! It's amazing. Between who? I know, is it with some of the doubles? <laughs> no, it's with... Okay, shut up. No, it's the... Um... <laughs> Get it. Did you just tell us to shut up? I, I'm trying to Did say something. Did you just tell us to shut up? Did she just say her own name? Yeah. He's spilling his oats. I'm spilling my oats. <laughs> What'd she say? Did, did she just say her own name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, shut up. So, um, the... <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but it triggers us to distraction, so it does not serve your intended effect. <laughs> it does. God, it's me, Laganja. <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> no, so um, the lady of the lake, the new lady of the lake, um, has a lesbian romance with one of the um, the gardener. Sexy, and so gardener's the, a lady. Gardener's a lady. They can be women. Nice. And um, <laughs> I didn't say they couldn't. I was just asking for some clarification. Yes, 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 yes. So they have a lesbianic relationship, and then after she becomes the lady of the lake, the gardener never moves on. Well, this sounds terrible. I'm glad I didn't watch it. <laughs> it's fun. I enjoyed it. You didn't. You saw one sixteenth of it. Yep. And I loved it. <laughs> there are some like scary Baba Uki Uki spookies about that are real fun. Did you watch the newest Trixie and Katya where they watch scary movies? They watch The Witches and Poltergeist and uh -huh. two other movies I've never heard of. No, no. That's a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. 
Katya has really weird makeup and no eyebrows, but. Hmm. Yeah, I'll watch. <laughs> yes. Did you listen to The Bald and the Beautiful yet? Mm-mm, I didn't drive today. Oh, they have today. kimchi on today. It's so good. Oh, that's really exciting. It's really fun. It's a fun, <laughs> funny episode. Um, I watched Ted Lasso on Apple TV. No. You guys said Apple TV? No. Nope. I got it free because I broke my phone. <laughs> nice. um, so it's my least favorite person, Jason Sudeikis. Um, it's a very sweet series. He is an American football coach who like brings this team to glory. And then a soccer team in England, they need a new coach, so they bring him over. Really, it's because the owner of the team's ex-wife wants to have revenge on him. But anyway, Jason Sudeikis plays like the nicest person on the planet. Super sweet. Everybody has some sort of revelation. It's not anything brand new. It's just very nice people in a very nice time, you know. Not in 2020. It's obviously set in 2019. Yeah. So the boss who of him is the ex-wife, and it's this woman in her 40s, maybe 50s, gorgeous, gorgeous super attractive. No, she's really smart and funny. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Yes, things. women are also disgusting. I mean, they don't touch themselves on Zoom calls, but... You can see me? <laughs> <laughs> so this is her. Can you guys see my screen? No. Yes. Kind of. Not yet. Here it goes. Oh, wow. There it is. Cute. Teeth. So she's got, but she's great. She plays this like revengeful, but smart and sassy and fun woman. And um, you just love her. And by the end, you just think she's great. And so then I, of course, have to look her up because what else would I do with my life if not IMDb someone? <laughs> so she was on Game of Thrones. Who do you think she might have been? On Game of Thrones? Was she a monster or was she a person? Both. Like, was she like a monster, like a like a demon esque, or was she just a terrible person? Terrible person. Okay. Was she? Was she? A go sand for it. Snake? No. No. Was she the? Was she the shame woman? Yes. Ah! <laughs> Good job. She Nick. is uh, Septim Bela, whatever her name is. The one who she's got tied down to the table at the end, and she's like, I fuck my brother because I like the way it feels. And she's like, I'm ready to meet my maker. It's like, oh, bitch, you're not dying today. See this creep monster, uh, Frankenstein zombie dude? You're his bitch now. See you in a little bit. Boom. But she's gorgeous, right? And then yeah. she is the Septim. Ah! I gagged. I gagged. <laughs> she is amazing. So the show's really sweet. If you ever saw like Mumford or like. It's kind of like the Gilmore Girls. You know, it's like just quirky little characters everywhere and you get to know everybody. It's not that deep. It's very sweet. <laughs> I'm in for The Bad it. News Bears. And then this lady is in it. It's amazing. <laughs> How many gemstones? It's gem to go from remembering who she was on Game of Thrones to then thinking about a Gilmore Girls-esque show. I know, right? <laughs> but it sounds It's just great. a cute town with quirky characters. Uh -huh. You know, they've got the really smiley Nigerian soccer player and... You know, the super good-looking guy who's a dick, the, the, the aging player. It's nothing new, but it's very sweet. So I Which would is, highly recommend it. It's called it's Ted the, Lasso? Yes. Why is it? Is that just his name? Yeah. Hmm. Not and like I didn't cowboy. hate Jason Sudeikis, so that's a miracle. <laughs> good for you, man. <laughs> not that you have to not hate him. No, but he normally gets on my nerves. And he has a mustache. I hate mustaches. <laughs> He's so likable in this. Very sweet. And every character gets flushed out a little bit. So I highly how, recommend it. How long? Is it a movie or a series? Series. Maybe like eight, 
30 minute episodes. Oh, doable. Yeah. How many uh, gemstones would you give it? Oh. Mm-hmm. 91. Oh, cute. Nice. I could see watching it again. You know. Yeah. It's no Gilmore Girls, but. Sure. Um, what not is? That, not that any, anyone asked, but um, every 10 How seconds. How many gemstones would you give Bly? Every 10 seconds of Bly Manor. I would give 90. It was like perfect for the time. Ooky spooky season. Um, it was well done. The characters were fleshed out. The spoilers were not the spoilers, but like the scares were like legitimately haunting. <laughs> Pun intended. Do you like scary stuff? Off and on. I never used to as a kid, but now I do appreciate um, scary stuff every once in a while. Uh, about you, Emma? Nope. <laughs> me either. I fucking I, I'm scared enough. I know, not one bit. That recap I, was scary enough for me. I appreciate <laughs> and the count that it still ended scary. <laughs> the point? Not bad. No, it actually ends really heartwarming. It would have been better if it ended pure scare. Uh, Emma and I are both grimacing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but you know, I am into scary stuff, particularly around the season. I never used to be, but I find it to be like a helpful counter irritant. It's like controlled anxiety. Where it's just like, okay, this is a world I can escape. I can't escape my uh, mental labyrinth always. So I've also started watching Hannibal. Ugh. The Jeez, TV series that aired on, I think, NBC in the early 2010s, like 2013 to 2016. Ooh. It's quite it's modernizing. <laughs> it's I know. Well, also, it took everything. When you brought up the intersex character, there's an intersex character on faking it. So <laughs> amazing. <laughs> It's lovely because she's like super belle of the ball, pageant queen, very feminine, who reveals that she's intersex, and everyone in Austin is like, okay, cool. So it's pretty <laughs> sweet. Did you get a chance to see Iggy Azalea yet on Trixie's? I watched as much as I could. <gasps> I loved it. Did you? You're out? I like, I just, I don't know, for some reason her accent, I was like, this isn't real, and then closed it. <laughs> Like, it is her absolute accent, but for some reason, it's like the weird, it's like when Gary Oldman could no longer, um, he no longer had an organic British accent because he had done so many character pieces where he had to relearn his British accent and it's never sounded the same. Iggy sounded like someone trying to do an Australian accent. I thought she seemed super fun and down to earth. So Emma, you haven't watched it yet? <laughs> Iggy wants like the Trixie look, so she's going to do it on herself and they're just chatting and funny and they're obviously really friends and... I do like, so like Iggy Azalea got a lot of hate around the same time Megan Trainer did. And I'm not sure why either of them got all the hate that they did. Um, but I do appreciate Iggy and she'd always make fun of herself. Like everyone was like, you look like the Wayans brothers dressing up as white chicks. So would she be that Halloween? One of the white chicks. Like she's always been very tongue in cheek, making fun of herself. And I feel like she got the short shrift of the industry simply because I'm not sure why. She said her baby was born without eyebrows, and so she really couldn't tell how he felt about her till just a couple months ago. <laughs> That's so I cute. thought they That's were hilarious. darling together, and, and then she's also been very forthcoming about her plastic surgery. Like when everyone, oh like, yeah, he, have you got like, any... basically? He's like, so tell me about your rhinoplasty and whatever. And just she's like, well, blah 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 blah. Which I love. It's super. Just like yeah, I had money. I wasn't happy with my face, so I fixed it. It's not that oh, I just like rest and hydrate, bitch. No, obviously I got some work done. I think they're adorable. And then they must have taped The Bald and the Beautiful before this. Kim, she's talking about how great Trixie's new house is and the living room's so cool. And she's like, Trixie's like, well, I had somebody like super famous come over and super rich. And I had to be like, look, I don't have like YouTube money. I have like drag money. So like, don't judge me. 
I love that she's still putting YouTube money as the high. Like, if she's having Iggy Azalea, that's like platinum record money. <laughs> what I also. We got yet another Nick microphone incident. There's like a major spike when it falls and I yelp. <laughs> you know, it's not the first time your audio would have breaks in it that I have to. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Out. Sometimes it's because I haven't exited The Sims and it's taking too much CPU. That there's not enough for audio, so right, I fixed that, that this on time. My pre-podcast checklist right now. The Sims were closed. Please exit The Sims. <laughs> Julie, <laughs> you're up. I know. I was just looking through all my YouTube stuff. I I've talked about everything I've seen except Nikki's tutorial, I guess, and maybe other people because I know so little. Like to do a half made up face, which yeah. I've been watching a bunch of this week, and then to watch the Holland challenge. I was like, gosh. My favorite part was half when Jackie Jump Jump was like shocked <laughs> through that mirror face. So like both half of her faces were split up, but still shocked. And they're like, we don't like your outfit. He's like, this is how I dress, and it's true. <laughs> You should see the dirty from the hamper shirt I'm wearing as my talking head. It's terrible. <laughs> it so just circling back to Hannibal real quick. It is a beautiful... It's by Brian Fuller, who also um, did Pushing Daisies. He's now got a show on HBO, I believe, American Gods. And he always just has these beautiful, atmospheric, stylistic, well-fleshed-out characters. And this one, it is super good. If you're into sort of like a periodical that becomes a crime arc with the Hannibal character played by an exceptional Norwegian actor, Mads Mikkelsen, then you're going to have a great time. Because it is just like stylistically stunning, creepy, but well-acted. The story's right. The look's right. Honey, it's a fucking win. How gruesome are the murders? It's gory as fuck. If you have any aversion to gore, do not watch it. Well, you know, I told you Game of Thrones changed me. In the beginning, I was like, I can't believe I had to watch that horse get killed and then that lady get raped. And then later on, you're like, why'd they kill him so fast? I wanted him to suffer and I wanted to watch. Yeah. The fuck? Ramsey gets eaten by dogs off screen. I want to watch that fucker suffer. I want to Cersei see gets to walk back. down the steps and get covered in rubble. I want to watch her bleed. Yeah. So I think I'm not into gore, but when it comes to Game of Thrones, for some reason, I'm just like full in. Well, Do with it. Hannah, it is. Yeah, it's it's haunting, but it's it's well done. Like, you know, it's not gratuitous gore. I guess in some ways it is, but it feels justified because the rest of the writing and the rest of the acting and the story progression is so tight. Is it more or less gory than the boys? Um. So it's not as it's not as gratuitous as the boys, for instance. I'd say it's it has more of a purpose than the boys. Season two of the boys is not holding my attention. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's. I, I just find myself like on my phone and getting lost and not paying attention. I'm like, what are you doing? The first season was so good. Pay attention. It's not nearly as good as the first season. It's Jack still. Jack really cute, and that guy who is like a rougher, tougher Hugh Jackman is very attractive. And guess where he's from. The place Australia? where dreams come true, New Zealand. Yeah, they've got all. <laughs> you want to go to a hot, the hottest bar in New York City is New Zealand. They've got Jacinda Ardern, who just got the majority in Labor Party to run her government the way it deserves to be run. Who else do we got? We got fucking Lucy Lawless. We got the Flight of the Concords. We got Stephen Colbert for a really fun bit that he did on YouTube. And who else do we have? Keith Urban. 
You're so beautiful. You could be a part-time model. <laughs> not full-time, not full-time. Part-time <laughs> model. So um, I am a big follower of Chelsea Memel, who is, shocker, a gymnast who's beginning her comeback after several kids and Did a decade away from the sport. Already? She has three kids or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was probably cut out, though. So I keep, I keep saying it, so Emma will have to keep it in eventually. As well, it should be. Um, anyway, she did her makeup tutorial because, like, it's a thing that you you tell stuff. About I chat yourself. about Wait. life and give ankle updates while doing my makeup. How could you yes. resist that, YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> That's her descriptor. Yeah. yeah, but her makeup is empirically terrible. Nick, you also said you would watch all of West Wing last week. I think. No. <laughs> yeah. So I did watch several episodes. I got. No one to the believes you. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. I got to the point where, what's her name, Catherine Joustin or something, fucking wrecked my soul and I couldn't go on. What? What character did you play? Give me a second. He didn't watch it. <laughs> I'm curious to see where you're trying to take this. It's just like in the opening sequence of the first episode. <laughs> yes. If I no, wrecked it's not. your soul, do you mean you fell asleep? <laughs> um, okay, so Mrs. Landingham. Played by she doesn't die until like season seven. No, mm. but she has a very poignant moment in the first season that was tragic. In the first episode? No, in the first season. What happened? So here's the thing. Someone on Twitter was bringing up a West Wing episode that made them super sad. And it was from the first season that featured her. And so I thought I could get away with you just like filling in the pieces. Oh my God, we didn't expect you to do it. You could have just not lied. <laughs> I know. She set you up and said, so you watched the whole series of West Wing? You're just like, no, I didn't watch any of it. But you're like, well, I did. The thing about lying is you always need to set the stage, you know? <laughs> well, you did not set that one well at all because we both know you were full of shit from the beginning of the moment. Yeah. Um, not anymore. All right. I take me a relax. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank. <laughs>